Hey, I think it's over this way. No, no, no. We were back there a, a mile or so last month. No, I don't think so. I think we were over there last month. Wait, 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 wait. We got it. Oh, it's you found right it? here. Education, episode 85. on this end of the time shift and now on that end of the time shift. Absolutely. It's been a while. It's been a while. But we are alive. Yay. Um, yeah, we and there is a show that was recorded, but um, it uh, still needs production work. Uh, kind it of a second by second. It live up to our low standards, and that's saying something. Exactly. So. exactly. It was a fun it was interview, actually, though. It was a great show. Um, we interviewed a colleague of mine about working in um, the UAE, mm-hmm. but just the sound quality because of the styles of mics and the setup that we were experimenting with uh, was just that, an experiment, and it did not pan out yeah. um, and merits a lot of rework in post-production. Yeah, so whatever will be um, uh, salvageable, eventually we'll uh we'll put in the feed so <laughs> two minute interview hi yes, bye hi hi this is scott and this is scott and this <laughs> is matt bye <laughs> and if worse comes to worse we will just um figure out a new new way to do it and re-interview him yep yep and most likely that'll be the way it'll go so all right fantastic news. on to news We should have news. I mean, it's been a long time. It's, it's been a minute or two. All right. So here's the news. Um, let's see. Jolt is coming up. Jolt Call is coming up uh, here in Japan. Uh, Jolt Q, uh, college university level educators, is coming up in the fall. Uh, you still have time to get stuff in for those of you who are here in Japan. Um, the get stuff in to register or to, oh, um, to present. proposals? Proposals okay. to present. Uh, Jolt Call is is June sixth and seventh, I think, in Tokyo. So that one's a little bit late, but you could still actually go and attend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, there was a TEDx Tokyo uh, last week, and some videos for that will be coming up. Um, I wish I could say that I had gone, but uh, I was not invited. They don't like me. <laughs> I took a shower and everything. Uh, but some of the some of the early presentations were a little meh, but as the day wore on, there were a couple of kind of interesting ones that were uh, pretty decent. So uh, keep checking out the TED site for that. Um, if you're curious about it, presentationzen.com has a little bit of a wrap up. And uh, if you do a search for TEDx Tokyo, um, you should be able to come up with their blog and uh, some interesting things there. 
Speaking of Ted, um, one of the, I think it just came up today, maybe it came up yesterday on the um, Ted feed from the iTunes store on English Mania. Yeah. I and it it's, a, it's a quick five, six minute lecture, but it, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it. I was sitting there watching it this morning and they're like doing English lessons in stadiums. I'm like, oh, I knew I was doing something wrong. That's the way to do it. That is so the way to do it. I will be Let's the Billy Graham to... of English. <laughs> Everybody repeat after me. Scott is great. <laughs> I will listen to education. Canadian studies. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What uh you got any other news? Um T Sol is not coming up soon, but the deadline for um, submitting proposals, if we can get this out in yeah, time. Yeah, no, I should be able to turn this around right away. Uh, the deadline is June 2nd. So oh. hurry up and get your proposals in to where, present. Where is that it one is going in to be? Boston. Boston? They're going to have a party. Party? A party in Boston? Party in Boston. All right. So, yeah, Boston so, should be a good uh, good trip. Yeah, I, I was talking to a colleague about it, and I think they have a little culture to offer in that city. Um, to, yeah. Uh, the dude who makes the beers dead there. Exactly. Exactly. So it should He's be a fun us, time. So we're not saying his name. <laughs> it should be a fun time there. Yeah, that should be good. Denver was, was fun, and it was well run, yeah. which was surprising for a TESOL. That's fantastic. Yeah, Usually so I don't have anything nice to say so much? <laughs> well, I mean, I I actually only walked out of one presentation. That's good. That's very so, good. So, yeah. The the conference center was nice. They had a big bear looking in the window. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And besides the blizzard that I came in on, Oof. uh the weather was beautiful. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so, I wanted to go and go snowboarding all week. <laughs> I know, I know. And they had fresh powder. Oh. But ah. it, was, it was a good good conference. Much better than the New fiasco York. in New York. Good. Uh, it's good to know that uh, they've actually maybe learned some lessons on on that. And again, move ahead. Uh, where's after Boston? Do you know? <laughs> I want to say New Orleans. Ooh, that was yes. that. That gotta do that. Yes, save your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one will be a good one. Hmm, New Orleans. New Orleans. <clears throat> cool. It's gonna be good. Um, so, got that? Yeah. Uh, trying to think if there's any other news on my end that would go out on this cast. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no. Um, for those of you in Japan, uh, Rod, Ellis, yeah, Rod Ellis is going to be <clears throat> presenting about the same time that you get this. <laughs> uh, in, in be really Osaka. quick and go. Yeah. Um, if I can get this out very soon, then you might actually have time to go see him. Uh, la, 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 la. 
if if we do get it out very soon, where will he be presenting? He will be at uh, the Temple University in Umeda in Osaka. So uh, for those of you, I know there's a couple people, at least at one point, were somewhat local. So uh, it is possible to get in to see that. Uh, I You'd have to check the Temple website. I don't remember how much it costs. But it's a Saturday and Sunday class. Um, the first three hours on sa- on Saturday are free for anyone. And Sweet. if you uh, want to take the class, then I it's probably around seven or eight hundred dollars. I'm not sure. Woo! Yeah, but it's a one credit course. So, but the three hours that he's talking, if even just that, should be pretty decent. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So um, task based stuff. He's the dude. Into what stuff? Task based. Ah. So he's going to be talking about task-based pragmatics. And literally, he wrote the book. So (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, you got any other news? I do, I do. My last semester's class, the audio podcasting, finished up. And um, I just got permission from our research board to go ahead and put it up on the internet. Fantastic. And so I will start rolling it out on my ESL student publications.com site. Oh, fantastic. That'll uh, be fun. Yeah. And you can, you can either go to that website or go to um, iTunes and go, it will be under ESL musings uh, podcast. And so hopefully I can start rolling it out. The earlier stuff I need to do some post-production mm-hmm. just to level out the sound. Right, right. Um, and so hopefully I will get off my behindy and get that out in a week or so. Fantastic. That'll be so, great. Looking forward to it. That'll give me something to listen to over the summer. <laughs> You're more than welcome to. Yay! More than welcome to. So, cool. And uh, that's my news. All right, then that is news. Okay, so uh, on to the main topic for today. Um, we are going to be talking a little bit about the difference between teaching EFL, which is what I do, and ESL. No. Yes, ESL, yes. Yes. which yes. is what yes. uh, Scott is doing, and and even to to focus in uh, probably on a, a tighter range, EAP abroad and EAP uh, domestically, mm. because I mean at Kansai Gaidai and at universities in Japan and Korea, there a lot of the universities want us to teach them academic skills. Right. And so how do those measure up to what we are teaching them uh, in America mm-hmm. and why? Yes. Please Children. enlighten. <laughs> those all will be answered in the next five Two minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're generous. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm cool. feeling verbose today. Oh, learn me Scott. up, man. <laughs> well, 
talk about let, let's focus first on Japan. Okay. And so when I was with you at Kansai Gaidai, yep. I, I wasn't really with you. They got it. They got it. You got it. Okay. No point in beating that horse anymore. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <sighs> okay. So when I was at Kansai Gaidai, I was teaching um, the high level, um, really intensive English program class. And I taught both uh, reading and writing one semester and listening, speaking, the, the next. And focusing on the, the writing now, my partner, and he was a very good teacher and demanded a lot of the students, but a lot of it was journal writing. Um, they were getting into essays, um, but it was still five paragraph um, at the most. Yep. And, and the cookie cutter style. Yep. Yep. And, and that is still pervasive today. Um, the, they, the teachers are asking more, but it's still, okay. It's like a 10 page version of the five paragraph essay. Um, which I mean, is kind of what they're shooting for. Uh, but, uh, first year, you know, it's basically going back and, and relearning everything that the students, uh, had done in high school again, so that everybody's kind of on the same page. Um, trying to bring everybody up to a reasonable level uh, that is pretty much the same across the board, and uh, it uh, has some some problems in my opinion. But um, I'm a little bit out of that. I'm doing a uh, a fiction writing class, so it's not exactly academic purposes. Although people do study creative writing academically. Meh. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> You know, but it, you're teaching third and fourth year students who primarily. probably are not going to study abroad. They've yes. passed the, the window. Exactly, exactly. So I'm a little bit out, but uh, when I was doing the IES program, which is kind of the honors college for students who are planning to go abroad or wanting to go abroad, um, I was doing you know not five-paragraph essays, but at least general uh, style sheet sort of things. Um, mm -hmm. What kind of sentences do you use? Do you use, uh, you know, uh, references to I and stuff like that you need to take out. Um, primarily what I would focus on though is citation. Um, uh -huh. And that was kind of my thing. Um, make sure, making sure students had a reason for saying what they said and who thought of it first. Right. And critical thinking is taught to some extent, but at that level, it's still focusing on, just getting out the essay and doing a good job um content wise yes but grammar and structure right right kind of and basics yeah exactly and even my high level class which were the best students in the university i would say tops 50% were going to study abroad mhm mm and out of that 50% maybe 10% would do two-year programs where they would get actual bachelor's degrees also. Right. right. Um, most of them were going over for one semester or one year at the most. Mm -hmm. And so when you have that small percentage, that the majority of the students, 
they don't feel like they really need it. The motivation isn't um, there. And I don't think they, they really do need it so right. much. I mean, you can teach. You have more freedom to teach creative writing. Mm-hmm. And you're still teaching them sound um, English skills. And writing principles, but, right. And writing principles, but they're able to have more fun. I think. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. Whereas this last year that I've been here, oh, I just lost my pop filter. And it's back. This last year that I've been here, it's everything is at a much more rapid pace and more importance for academic writing in that all the students in the class will be taking mainstream classes. There, a hundred percent of the students' goal is to get their degree from uh, Michigan State University or transfer to another university and get their degree there. Right, right. I have maybe, maybe five out of uh, no, I would say even three out of probably 60 students who are just on one-year exchanges. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes a huge difference in the student's mind whether this is a pie-in-the-sky, gosh, I really hope to want to do this someday, and uh, hi, you're at the station. Get on the train. It's time to go. Right. You know, it's like there's a very different sense of immediacy when once mm-hmm. you, you know, okay, you're in the States now or, you know, in England or Australia, depending on where, you know, they go. But the the academic prep class is there. You know, it's a different ball game. Right. And I mean, at, at Guide Eye and I, I bet at most other universities, the last level for our second year students who maybe were not in the IEP or in lower levels, of the intensive English program, but they still needed English academic writing. The five paragraph essay is where they stopped yeah. if they even got there. Yeah. Whereas we have five levels in our program and the five paragraph essay, they're learning that at level three and they still have two more levels that they need to get through. Oh, nice. And so, I mean, it's much, and it's, it's a, faster scale also i mean we had a whole year to teach the essay yep and um and that's definitely not every university abroad because in morocco i was doing it in a semester also but here it's it's definitely it's 15 weeks to Mm -hmm. teach at level five it's 13 weeks oh really that's a few essays and a major research paper Oh, wow. That's, so uh, it's shake and bake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, the student mentality is different. And like I said, you know, they're they're on the ground there. <clears throat> they're there. There's usually, if if our university, my university, is any indication of the standard, basically the university says, you need to, when you go, you need to succeed. So you got to do whatever it is you got to do to make sure that you are able to, 
understand and pass and do well in the classes that you're going to be taking. Mm-hmm. And there's a fair, particularly out of Japan, there's a fair amount of pressure on the students. Um, sort of a, a, a Greek thing, you know, come back with your shield or on it. Because um, <laughs> if you come back without that degree, we're going to be a little perturbed that we spent the time and the money shipping you over. Uh, so, yeah. This is Japan! <laughs> little Sparta joke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Spartan. Hey, and you're a Spartan. <laughs> I am a Spartan. That's right. <laughs> I am a Spartan. I'm an ex. Well, I'm not. You can never be an ex Spartan. So I'm a Spartan too. Damn it. <laughs> so it's just I don't know. It's the 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 pressure to get the students ready, and for I think in the U.S. and in Canada or England or Australia, Australia or wherever a lot more focus is also not only on writing skills but cognitive thinking skills mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and getting them to be able to process the information much quicker much deeper than what is acceptable overseas right yeah because if we push too hard um a lot of times we'll be told to to back off a little bit um, mm-hmm. You know, there are some teachers who are teaching some reasonably high level things here, but uh, if, you know, there's still a line, I mean, you know, it's not, even the highest classes here are still not necessarily uh, equivalent to a, a class at a U.S. university. It's a, it's, it's still an ESL class. Right. EFL class. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, um, Chris was teaching second year or first yeah, year? Second year second year and he had the the highest level he had the a students yep and he was doing american history but his textbook was um dummy's guide to american history right right and i mean there's there's nothing wrong with that book but that would never fly in an american history class right here and i mean yes he was still teaching (laughs) he was still teaching an esl class so i mean he needed to scaffold the information but i don't know it's just there is a difference yep yeah and you know and that's not to take away from what he was doing because it was very effective and the students did get a lot out of the class Um, but if he would have brought in a regular american history textbook you know those bricks that are two and a half inches thick um it, it would have been difficult to get keep the students focused on it because even for native right. speakers they're they're a little dense true true and i mean we're not using those actual books either mm-hmm. um i need to say fairly but um i don't know it's just there there is a difference and i don't know maybe i'm not doing just justice in how i'm wording it well, let me let me ask you this: What if the focus for what's happening here is primarily uh, make sure the students have the basics, and by that I mean being able to do a five paragraph essay with citations and stuff like that, uh, or a a standard academic essay? Um, do you think the focus is different for uh, an ES, ESL class at like state? 
Um, that would be the focus for a mid-level class. Okay. And the, the higher-level classes would be um, even in the, the beginning of the semester for, let's say, level four or five. They ha- they're called on to do a two- to three-page essay. They're expected to go delve a lot deeper into the subject. Okay. And and really flesh it out and not just give cursory, oh, this is an example of it, move mm-hmm. on to the next topic and things oh, right. like that. And actually get in and analyze it and say this part is for this and that. Yes. And I'm not saying that it always works. Right, right, <laughs> and that's right, right. not what the students always produce, but that is the goal that's that the, the teachers are aiming for. But, and that makes a lot of sense because that is uh, what a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the regular professors are going to expect. Um, and you know, a lot of times regular professors or professors for regular courses are not, you know, they don't, they, they see international students and they're like, okay, so you're from China or Japan or Korea or whatever. Um, and here's mm-hmm. a textbook, write me a paper. Congratulations. You made it here. Uh, but, uh, right. and really it's like, Oh, that must be an interesting culture, but they don't go into what, too far really what you know they're going to be graded those students are going to be graded the same way that the that the native speakers are graded right by and large right i mean there's not a whole lot of slip exactly and i'm just thinking back on my just to refresh everyone's memories because i mean we haven't talked about this since early early uh in podcast our our early days but um at Concept Guide I, they had levels 1 through 43, mm-hmm. 1 being the highest, 43 being the lowest. And um, even second-year students, I was teaching 14 through 16, and I had a few students going abroad. Mm-hmm. And we were teaching – I was teaching them basically the, the five-paragraph essay. And if they came to MSU – I would feel sorry because they'd be dropped into basically the middle and they would, if they were on a one-year program, they would never really get out of the English language the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would so, get into their regular classes. Now there are the, are the center students able to take um, like peripheral classes, like elective type stuff? If they are in level five, they can take, oh. start taking, uh regular content classes okay so so level, level five, five is is credit bearing oh all right all right hmm so each of these are a semester and i assume that you can't take level three and four at the same time no no so, you cannot so with five levels one two three levels a year if you do it in the summer too yeah hmm. yeah yeah And I mean, most students who come in aren't level one or level two. Most of them come in at three or four. Okay. The better students. Okay. Yeah. So they don't have as long to wait to get into the regular stuff. Exactly. That's exactly. Cool. So. Um, Fantastic. Uh, Let's go ahead and uh, maybe wrap up then. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so it is interesting, the difference between teaching uh, ESL from uh, 
in the in country to um, teaching ESL in the destination country. I guess would be a good right. way to say it. Um, and uh, keep in mind what the differences are and where your students are heading, and uh, that way you'll be able to uh, give them a little guidance, as it were. Right, and if you're thinking of moving to uh, going either going overseas to teach for the first time, or you've been teaching overseas and coming back to your native country to teach, just be aware of you're going to have to shift your parameters mm -hmm. for where the students need to end up. Yep. And Fine keep advice. that uh, keep your mind open to that. Yep. Uh, and it's a very important thing to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, well, hey, congratulations on the beginning of our fourth year. Woohoo! About three and a half years longer than anybody expected. Is it fourth year? I thought it was third year. We just finished the third. Wow. That's amazing. Woohoo! That's amazing. Yeah! I think that's right. Yeah, I that's think we started 2006. 06, 09, so 6 to 7, 7 to 8, 8 to 9, this Wait. is 9 to 10, so this is beginning year 4. Beginning year, okay, yes, 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 yes. I was right, woo -hoo. Beginning year 4. Yeah, okay. We finished 3, <laughs> I gotta, you gotta get as many extra numbers in there as you can. <laughs> Season 4. Season 4, there you go. Season 4. Wow, that's amazing. It is good. It is good. So anybody out there who wants to uh, get in touch with us, do that um, and stuff. Cool. Cool. Well, we will um, talk to you next time. Uh, maybe we'll get the next episode out for season five and uh, <laughs> yeah, go so, from there. Yeah, we will do that. All right, buddy. Peace. I will see you. I will talk to you next week and uh, stuff. All right. Take care, everyone. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to Education Tiesel with Scott Duarte and Scott Chennault. If you'd like to leave a comment about today's show, stop by the website at education.org. Leave a post, a voice message, or even a video. That's E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G.